Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the seventh episode of Spiked. That's right, we've Spiked has scored a touchdown and we just kicked the extra point. Seventh episode, we're coming along. Me and my good friend, Jack Brittle. Jack, how are you feeling after week one of NFL football? I'm, you know, I'm feeling pretty good other than the obvious, which is uh, the Patriots loss. But, but I'll say this, the Bills also lost, so... I'm like, it's okay. Quick little plug: the Bills did lose to yes. my Pittsburgh Steelers, so they did. There's a silver lining. Silver lining. So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing some of our biggest takeaways from Week One, some of the biggest winners and some of the biggest losers, and just some narratives to take away from Week One. And maybe we'll update our survival pool picks. We'll see. Yeah, we're both so, still alive, so still alive, hanging on by a thread. That would be really sad if we're just like we we're both out. It's over. If, if we if we were both out by week, I don't think I would have mentioned it. So keep that in mind. I think we just episodes. end the show. If I just yeah, if I just, if just spike no ghost, spike has been canceled. It's been canceled off the air. Just, don't be surprised. So, who would you say are some of the winners from week one of the NFL? So. I don't know. For me, I felt like there was a lot of upsets this week. Um, I was really impressed with with some teams that I wasn't expecting to be that good. Um, I think probably the biggest to me were, were was the New Orleans Saints. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were playing in Jacksonville because they got displaced because of uh, Hurricane Ida. And so, uh, you know, they, they weren't in the Dome. And they got, you know, Jameis and everybody's kind of like, what's Jameis going to be like? You know, he got the laser eye surgery, but we, we he's still kind of, he's still kind of a, a, you know, an unanswered question. Right. So they go into, they go into Jacksonville, they're playing the Packers who, you know, just, uh, they hosted the NFC championship game last year. You're thinking, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be a walk in the park for the Packers, right? Aaron Rodgers back. Well, that did not happen. Um, Jameis looked unbelievable. He threw five touchdown passes, no no interceptions, which is pretty important for Jameis. Very. And they beat the Packers 38-3. to I think Aaron Rodgers threw, what, was it like two or three picks? He threw two, and he registered 133 yards. Yeah, and he had like a QBR of like 13 or something. Like, it was ridiculous. It was like one of – I think it was like one of the worst – by point differentials, it was like one of the worst losses of, of his career. Did you see that stat where it's like if a QB just snapped the ball and every play he just threw it away, mm. like he would have a certain QBR. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers managed to have a lower QBR lower, yeah. after that game. I couldn't believe it. I didn't catch any of this game, but like a field goal <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> they flew all the way to Jacksonville to kick a field goal? To, to kick a field goal? <laughs> like, I was like, am I reading this right? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. But I don't know. Do you think, like, are the Saints a little bit better than people are giving them credit to? Like, keep in mind, this was without Michael Thomas as well. Yeah. I mean, I think – I really do. I think that a lot of people were kind of thinking, you know, obviously Breeze retired and – uh you know, it, it was going to be, it was going to be a down year for them. Right. I mean, we didn't even know who, you know, the starting QB was going to be going into this year. Some people thought Taysom Hill was going to get the job. Um, obviously Jameis ends up getting it, but 
I mean, I still think they have a pretty decent roster, man. I mean, other than they play in a pretty, I would say a, a tougher division, the mm-hmm. NFC South, uh, you know, especially with the, with the Bucks, obviously, but I don't know. Like I was pretty impressed. I didn't see many things that I was, uh, you know, that I was kind of, you know, uh, worried about. Yeah. I mean, if any, any quarterback threw us for five touchdowns, you know, something, something's going right. Yeah. And to limit Green Bay, to th- I don't know what's more impressive, the fact that they put up 38 against Green Bay or the fact that they held Green Bay to three points. Probably the fact that they held them to three points. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another part. Like, a, not a lot of people were, were giving them credit for how good the defense is, right? The focus was who's going to play QB, what's Michael Thomas's status, and the defense still showed up. Also, I don't know about you, but I didn't, I wasn't really that familiar with, with uh, Marquez Callaway going into this year, but. He's looked really good so far. Yeah, I saw a few reports coming out of preseason that he made a few catches. So I, I honestly, in uh, deeper fantasy leagues, I drafted him, or maybe I like picked him up right after the draft, thinking that he was gonna be big. I, he didn't do much. I think he registered like fourteen yards on, yeah. uh, on Sunday, but but I still, think, but, like, but I think he's he's he has promise, right? No, absolutely. He's definitely got a high ceiling. Otherwise, you know, I don't I don't think reports would come out saying that this guy is looking good if there wasn't more to it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I definitely think he's someone to keep an eye on. Um, but honestly, like there's other receivers on that core too. Um, I wanted to Dante give a shout out. Yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to my man, Chris Hogan, former Patriot scored a TD in that game. Past Patriot legend. legend. Yeah. Patriot legend. <laughs> yeah. No, they looked good. They looked, I mean, they looked sharp. But for me, I think as impressive as they were, I was probably most impressed with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I don't know a lot of people that were saying Arizona is going to win this game, never mind win by 25 against a Tennessee team that had unbelievable amount of hype coming in. Everybody was raving about the offense. Yeah. And Chandler Jones wasn't having any of that. Oh my goodness. Was not having any of that at all. That was one of the most incredible performances I think I've ever seen. Five stacks. And I think he registered like, did he register a forced fumble? Five sacks, two forced fumbles. I was shortchanging him. I saw this. I saw this post by the check down that he's on pace for 85 sacks this season. (laughs) Yeah. He's tra- he's trended in the right direction, to yeah. say the least. You know. Yeah, I was I was so surprised. I I mean, that was incredible. But even Kyler Murray, like 289 yards, four passing touchdowns, you know, a rushing touchdown. Um, he looked he looked solid. And I know mm-hmm. Tennessee's defense isn't anything to rave about, but like you gotta I'll give credit where credit's due. That was that's an impressive performance. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Arizona, I, I think they're their offense is obviously great, but their pass rushing is unbelievable, man. Oh, like yeah. it's, you know, and, 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 and everybody was, you know, like I said, everybody was raving about Tennessee's offense. Obviously they got Julio Jones in the off season. They got, you know, the King in the backfield, but man, yeah. Arizona was not having any of that. Yeah. I think what did Derek Henry go for 58 yards on 17 attempts? Like, yeah, I, I was so, so impressed. And I was talking to a couple people saying, like, you know, oh, uh, Arizona, San Francisco, the Rams, and Seattle, obviously. Like, 
all four of those teams, like those are like playoff teams in my yeah. opinion. Like regardless of what I would go as far as say says. Super Bowl contenders too. Yeah, like seriously, um, any given week, like don't count them out. No, and it just proved right here, like twenty five points they outscored Tennessee by. So I was I was very very shocked by that. Um, I mean, I want I want I don't want to be a homer here, but. <laughs> You know I what? I, I wrote credit. it down. So, you know what? <laughs> I got to give credit where credit's due. The Pittsburgh Steelers impressed me personally because coming into that game, I did not think they were going to win. And I didn't even think like they were going to be in the conversation of competing. Right. So, yeah. What was what you what was your record prediction for them? It was like below 500. It was below 500 by a couple games. I think it was like. I don't know, seven and 10 or like eight and nine, something around there. Um, Let let, let me walk you through how my Sunday went. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I I was just going to say it is only one game, but there is definitely, they look, they looked very good. Let me walk you through how the Sunday worked. So I slept until I think 8 a.m. So I woke up at 8 a.m. and I started work on Sunday at two o'clock and I was scheduled to finish at 10. So obviously I can't watch the football game. So I record the Steelers game. I press record at like eight 30 say, and I go to work and I made it a mission from the time I left my house. So say, I don't know, one fifteen, And even before that, so say 1230 from 1230 until I got home at like 10 o'clock, I made it a mission to not go on my phone and just not like reach out to anybody. Turn off notifications. I, everything. I went, I went ghost. I went yeah. ghost. And I, I just, I made it a mission so I wouldn't spoil it. And at work, I was kind of like anxious, obviously. And like, you know, I'm like, oh man, like, I wonder if they won. I wonder if they won. But in the back of my mind, I was like, come on, like, there's no way they're going to win. Like, same thing. With the Buffalo. Bills so at much home. Yeah, yeah. First, first week at home after a run like that. Um, for like last season, like, I don't know, it's kind of a no brainer to me. Yeah. And then I came home and I watched the game and I skipped through all the, the commercials, of course. And I was like, wow, like, is this, is this the same team? Like, am I looking <laughs> at the same team here? And, you know, coming into the season, a big concern was the offensive line because they lost a few pieces. Um, and even the defense, they lost a couple pieces, but I mean, Harris didn't have a great game by any means, in my opinion. I think no. he went for like 50 he, yards. If that, 45, yeah. Yeah. So as as bad as, as that performance was, I think there was some silver lining to it. Like he still had a couple rushes where he kind of broke free for like, you know, 10, 10 yards, if that. Um, but I think a big part of that was, was the offensive line. Like it just takes time mm-hmm. for them to gel and kind of, well, they, they only had two starters from last year, right? Yeah, and, on and the, everybody on else the was a rookie. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I was I was kind of impressed by how they played, but not at the same time because Ben didn't look very good. Um, I mean, the receivers could only do so much. Claypool had a nice catch. Uh, Juju had a couple nice catches. Johnson scored a touchdown. So the defense kind of stole this game. Yeah, they did. In my opinion. Watt played great. I'm so glad I bought his jersey last year. Best investment ever. You know, two sacks, forced fumble. So 
I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think the Steelers are a playoff team? And do you think the Bills, this is something to worry about? I think it is something to worry about for the Bills because, I mean, yeah, like I, I think we all kind of knew the Steelers were, were going to be decent on, on defense. But if they can kind of sustain this where it's like, you know, the defense kind of takes over the game and, and the offense just needs to score, you know, you, you keep it a low-scoring game. What was the final score? It was like – I think it was 23-16. Yeah, like if you can if you can win a game just by scoring twenty three points, that's pretty good. Um, so, but for the Bills, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't think Josh Allen looks very good. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was weird to me. I thought like Josh Allen was kind of like just too pumped up, if that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. if you just like looked at the atmosphere, they're like that field was sold out. Oh, as were yeah. a lot of fans, and there was but... no fans last year, right? So exactly. So coming in, like I said, coming into a season where they just came off of a good playoff run, so much promise. They brought in a new wide receiver, and I don't. I think it just, it just kind of. I don't want to say it got to him, but he was kind of like, I don't know. He just looked like he was ready for that. He's time trying to too explode, hard, but it just yeah. never came. Yeah, he's trying too hard, trying to impress too hard, and it just kind of yeah. didn't pay off. And because you know. It, if I heard the bills were struggling, I would almost kind of assume, you know, cause I think they're, we- I think they're weaker on defense. I don't think they have a bad defense by any means, but I think they're weaker on defense. So I would maybe assume that, you know, maybe they let the team score too many points and they lost in a shootout or something, but the offense still looked pretty good, but that wasn't the case at all. I mean, the offense did not look very good at all. Um, and you know, the Steelers, like you said, they weren't like superstars on offense or anything, but their defense, you know, took over and and that was what won them the game so yeah yeah I think another part of Buffalo's game that I think really needs to improve is the run game because yes um I mean Singletary broke out for like a couple runs of like 15 20 yards but aside from that I think Allen had like 50 something attempts right yeah so as as good as he is and as good as any quarterback is like that's a lot of attempts so yeah, I still don't think Buffalo has a solid like RB one. You know what I mean? And yep, you know, I know I know fantasy doesn't translate to you know, uh, you know real real stats or whatever. But you know, people are always trying to say, oh, uh, would, you, would you take Singletary and this and that? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like maybe for my flex, but like I just I don't think. And then you know, obviously I think they have um, still have Zach Moss. Um, but yeah, I just I think they need that solid running game to take more pressure off of Josh Allen. As much of a talented quarterback as he is, like you said, if you if you if you if the if the guy's throwing the ball fifty you know over fifty times a game, I just don't think that's a recipe for success. Yeah, it's tough. It's very tough, especially against a, a defense like like better defenses yeah. like you faced this past week. So it's kind of it's kind of like a very one dimensional offense. You know what I mean? Mm. And especially running the ball, like so important. Like it's this might be a cold take, but it's arguably more efficient to have a better running game than passing game than it is to have a better passing game than a running game. Well, you need it to set up the passing game, right? Exactly. So it's kind of like the independent versus the dependent variable, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So oh, we're getting philosophical and I know we're getting real <laughs> economics and like mathematical here. So God, we're going to branch off into like a philosophy podcast yeah. next. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, so well, so I, I guess we can 
the, the Bills would be one of our biggest losers this week. Yeah. The Packers. Right? The Packers. Titans. The Titans. Um, another team I was impressed with was, was the Eagles. Um, listen, I know it's the Falcons, you know, and we got to take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> I hope Curtis doesn't listen. To I, hope, I was going to say, Curtis is, is loving it right now. He's punching the air. Um, but I don't know, man. Jalen Hurts. Damn, that was pretty impressive, I thought. I didn't catch any of this game either, but, I mean, just looking at the box score, no interceptions, three passing touchdowns, 264 yards, and, yeah. you know, three different receivers all scored a touchdown, and Devontae Smith got on the board with his first NFL touchdown. I've really been surprised with how quickly Jalen has um, has adapted to the NFL game because I'm an Oklahoma guy. I watched him when he was in college. And, um, you know, he was good, but I, I didn't really get that sense that he was ready for, you know, for the pros. I think he kind of, you know, he relied too much on his legs, but obviously he's made some adjustments, man. Cause he, yeah. he, he looks like he's, he belongs. Yeah. And I remember even talking about it in a previous episode, like we were wondering, um, if he was even ready for like, you know, of course, being, being an NFL quarterback, being starting in the NFL. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he, he looked good and I was kind of going to branch off to another team that I wanted to highlight quickly, but courtesy of ESPN here, uh, Jalen Hurts has more regular season, 300 yard passing games. He has two in mm-hmm. five career starts than Lamar Jackson has in 38 career starts. And Lamar only wow. has one. Wow. So I wanted to highlight because we have here that another big winner from Sunday or Monday, I guess was uh, the Raiders because they took down Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, by chance, see any of this game? I did. I watched almost all of it. I, I was watching it because a buddy of mine is a Raiders fan, so I was watching it at his house. Yeah. And uh, the, did you see the ending of the game? Crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was crazy. That place was rocking. And <laughs> and then they're like, get off the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game's not over. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Don't come out and celebrate. We're not done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Lamar did not look sharp, in my opinion. He kind of looked. I think. I mean, he had moments like that one. I don't know if you saw that one TD that he threw, where he, yeah. you know, escaped out of the pocket Threat. and like yeah. that was that was a dime, but mm-hmm. it wasn't consistent enough, right? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I thought I was impressed with the Raiders. Um, a lot of people were talking, you know, bad about their defense, but you know. They got the turnover that kind of won them the game, right? Absolutely. Um, I think like Darren Waller. I think he's honestly one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I was, I was thinking about this. Um, do you think like in my okay? So who who would you put for like number one tight end in the league? I would say Travis Kelsey. Okay, I'm I'm on the same boat. Yeah, but I was thinking about it the other day. Like Waller is the number one option on on vegas yeah right like who else is in the receiving court renfro would be like number two probably yeah so if he's the number one option and he just continues to like be the center point of this offense in terms of like value to their team i think waller kind of surpasses kelsey in terms of who's the best tight end in the league oh yeah in terms of value to their team definitely Waller because because with kc you have tyreek hill you have you know, you have all kinds of options, right? Mm-hmm. 
yeah, he he looked he looked real sharp. I think in the first half he kind of you know dropped a few passes, four or five passes, but you know when it mattered most down the stretch, he was he was the guy. Like he scored that yeah. touchdown late, and he just he looked good. But uh, I'm not gonna try to slander the Raiders here. But I do you think like they can keep it up? Like do you think they're kind of better than people were expecting? I you know I think that again I think they also play in a very tough division. Right. I mean, you have KC, the Chargers. And Denver's um, no slouch either. And Denver, yeah, like two gloves, Teddy. It was looking pretty good. Right. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be difficult. Um, yeah. When, I mean, whenever a team wins in overtime, it, it tells you it's a close game. Right. So, but I don't know. I, I think Derek Carr is a, is a decent quarterback. I think he gets a lot of slander. But I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty accurate. He's pretty consistent. He was certainly more consistent than Lamar in that game, and that's what you yep. know. I think was the difference. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You think they can keep it up? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight. I'm gonna be straight up with you. No, I don't. Um, I mean, like I said, I really like. I only see one option on that offense, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. You know, it doesn't hurt to have more than one option. And I think, I, I think know... if I was just going to say, if, if rugs could step it up, I think that would, cause he's got such an, like, he's got that, that burst, Yeah. but I don't know. He's been kind of quiet so far. Yeah, he has. And I remember I was hyping him up a little bit when he came out of the draft uh, last year or a couple yeah. of whenever it was. And he kind of just, you know, just kind of stood there. It's just kind of there. Yeah. just took up space. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, this is the same guy I was raving about, but yeah, you know, I, I'm also not a hundred percent sold on Josh Jacobs. I don't know really where he mm-hmm. stands. Like, I think he was a game time decision up until, you know, an hour before the game when they announced yeah. he was going to play. So they got Kenyon Drake too, though. Yeah, they do. They, they signed him this off season and that's on It's not a bad one two punch, but mm. I don't know. Like, I think just the fact that they have to play the chiefs twice and the yeah. chargers twice, like, yeah. That's tough. That's four lot. Okay. I don't want to say it, but like, you know, I think I really, I really don't think they did beat the Kansas Chiefs City. last year. They beat the yeah, Chiefs. Last. They did. I don't know. Was it in Kansas City, they beat them too. It was. It was. Oh God. I don't know, Rob. You're gonna, gonna get, shut. you're gonna yeah. get Raiders fans in your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of Vegas is gonna come after me. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, don't. I I agree. The the games against the Chiefs. You know, I, I think they'd be lucky if they if they did win a game, even though they did beat them last year. I think they could probably split the, se- the season series with the Chargers, but yeah, like those those are those are tough games, man. Yeah, you know. Um, other than that, I would say, I know you 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 wanted to include Cincy as well for winners. Yeah, I was really surprised with them because, um, you know, I I don't think a lot of people were really expecting them to win this week and they pulled it out in overtime. Um, you know, Joe Burrow's back. Joe Mixon looked great. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase scored a touchdown and, you know, I don't know if, have you seen that clip where it's him running his route and he puts the defender in like a spin cycle? Yeah, I think so. It was like, I was like, wow. Like I was so, I was so impressed. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, not now that this, now that they have their quarterback back and if Joe Mixon stays healthy, and now they have another wide receiver to add to that core. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I don't think they're as bad as people were kind of making them out to be. Yeah, I think the O-line still definitely needs some work, but um, like Joe Burrow, I'm really like, I think we still haven't really seen much of him in the NFL. So, you know, I think that he's, he's more than ready. He, he looks like he's been playing. He, he looks like a, you know, like a veteran at this point. So, yeah. um, you know, that's definitely not an issue. I think the only diff- the issue would be the offensive line and, and the defense is a little iffy, but yeah. I think they, they have a solid future ahead of them. I think that, you know, they have kind of finally found their franchise QB and they just got to build the right pieces around them. Um, but kind of similar to the Raiders, they play in a tough division too. Yep. Right. You got two games against the Steelers, two games against the Browns, Baltimore. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be tough. I think it'll be a a more uphill battle for them than the Raiders. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, no, I was going to say, like, do you think they have a chance of sneaking into the wild here? But I think the AFC is just way too talented. Like their division alone. Yeah. There's three teams that are, one of them is going to win the division, obviously, and then the yeah. other two will probably make a case for for a wild card. And the same thing goes for like the AFC West. Like, yeah. you know, somebody's going to win the division, and the other two or three, or the other one or two teams, I should say, are probably going to make a case for for a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then other than that, um, I I I just wanted to briefly talk about the Bears. I had them as one of the biggest losers. I don't know. It just for a while, it looked like they were in the game. It was like 20 to 14, and it was like, I don't know. But I I still don't get why they're sticking with Andy Dalton, man. Neither do I. Neither do I. I didn't – yeah. You know, Fields came in for a couple of plays. He threw – you know, he, he, I don't know. He looked good. It was very small sample size, obviously. But I just – I don't know. I see Andy Dalton being inaccurate. I see him kind of – he listen, he's just gonna he will never go out and win you a game by himself. If if he has good pieces around him, he can win, he can help you win a game, but he he won't propel you to that next level. And I think that Justin Fields is a guy who could do that. I agree. I did I mean we talked about it last episode. I didn't understand the move going into the coming out of preseason, and now I don't understand the move post week one. Yeah. Um, you know, 206 yards, three sacks, and an interception for Andy Dalton. Um, I know it's against the Rams and it's probably, you know, the last team you want to play week yeah. one, but I mean, I, 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 I just don't get it. I really don't like, I, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. Aside from the fact that like, like I, I like I said before, the fact, the sheer fact that Chicago traded up to get Justin Fields and now they're not even putting them in kind of just, yeah. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around. I it. feel like they're the, their explanation for it would be, you know, they kind of want to do what KC did with Mahomes, where they didn't start him the first year. They let Alex Jones or sorry, Alex Smith play. And, you know, that obviously worked out. Um, but just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it. it probably it probably worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's um also the the Rams look really good with Matthew Stafford. I am so glad I drafted him on one of my fantasy teams. I had a lot of hype coming in to this season as soon as they fired off that trade. And I even put him down as a sleeper uh, MVP. So, you know, 
it paid it look it looks pretty promising after week one. Um, he looked like he didn't miss a beat. I will say this: Jared Goff has a terrible team around him, but he still put up 338 yards, three TDs, one pick, and they were they ended up being within a score. Yep, against San Francisco. Against San Francisco. Yep. I'm I'm not saying the Lions are good. I'm just saying that (laughs) Jared Goff Pumped, pumped the brakes a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He people talk trash about him, but super. He's, so now, he's, he's played in a Super Bowl. He has. Well, did he? <laughs> well, I mean, he did, but <laughs> he, he played. But like, did he, he play? Played. Yeah, he stepped he on played, the field. But, but yeah. Did he play? Like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, what you're saying. <laughs> so now that it's all said and done, what what would you say like was your favorite game from the week? Um, definitely not the one involving the Miami Dolphins or the New England Patriots. Um, mm. <laughs> no, I don't know. My favorite game, I really like the Raiders-Ravens game. I thought that was super entertaining. Overtime game. Had every – last six minutes were crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty high scoring. Other than that, um, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I always like seeing the Bills lose, you know. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, the the I don't know if you saw much of the uh, the Seahawks Colts game, but that was that was pretty decent. Yeah, I saw Russell Wilson play pretty good, and yeah, Lockett. I think he put up a couple touchdowns. Yes, and um, what was that that new tight end that Seattle signed in the offseason? Um, oh man, I've, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he had a couple key um catches. He played with the Rams last year. Will uh, Disley. No, um, his last name's like Everest or something. Oh, Gerald Everett. Yeah, Gerald Everett. That was it. Yeah, I think he had a couple key catches. I think he might have caught a TD or something. Yep, I got two receptions, twenty yards, and a touchdown. So yeah, um, not a bad day. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like the Colts for me were a team that I was like were very unknown to me like coming into this year, like I didn't know what they were going to be with Carson Wentz. And they have a great defense with DeForest Buckner and everybody. Um, great. Uh, I a pretty good, you know, receiving core, but it just, I'm not sold on Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know that. I mean, Seattle looked really good, but I don't know. I, I still don't know what the Colts are going to be this year. Although yeah. I will say they play in a, pretty weak division other than the titans but yeah it's ba- it's basically a one-two battle for first yeah. right so i don't know i had i had some faith for the colts especially after last year like they were right there with the bills in the yeah. wild card game right and it was in buffalo too so yep. i i had i had i still think i i i don't want to count them out just yet it's only been one week but um i i still have hope for them I, i'm a big jonathan taylor fan i really mm-hmm. like him um you know, their receiving core is pretty good. Great defense. It just goes to show, like, the quarterback is such a big, big factor, right? And Absolutely. That's why it's even more frustrating, Chicago, because you have a quarterback. and <laughs> Yeah, you're not using you. him. You're not using him. Ridiculous. But um, I think for me, probably my favorite game from the week had to be the opening game between yeah. Dallas and Tampa. I just thought about that because, like, I almost forgot because it was seen so far away now. But yeah, that was probably Incredible. my favorite game too. Yeah, Incredible. Dak looked great. Amari Cooper 
popped off. Um, you hear all invisible. the Dallas fans in, in, in Tampa? Coop. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Dallas I fans mean, made the, the trip. I mean, I would too. Yeah. Mind you, I don't know how much the tickets are being sold for, but. Oh, it was probably insane, oh, but. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I saw, I was watching, um, I don't know if you were watching Undisputed with, uh, you know, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, but yeah. they were talking about like, can it, can, is I, there, it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know, you know, the show exists. I'm just wondering if you ever watched it. Oh, no, um, I know. I think I'm saying, I know what like segment like you're bringing up. Oh, here. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they were at like is it is there if there is there ever like a moral victory in pro sports and and because dallas did lose the game but they looked unbelievable and they they brought the the reigning super bowl champions to to the brink at home yep you know so i know a lot of people were saying they got away with a pass interference call right yes yes for sure you think i think they did i think i think that's almost like undisputed, yeah. yeah, like indisputable. But, but whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, I I had a lot of hope, and I still have a lot of hope for Dallas. If not, I have even more hope for Dallas now after seeing yeah. that performance. Uh, they look they looked real sharp. It's just the defense, mm. but and uh, I even saw this stat. If I remember correctly, I think the Cowboys are now like. In their last 10 games that the offense has scored like less than 30 points or something like that, they're 0 and 10. It's uh, it's something crazy like that. Like if they score less than a certain amount of points, and I'm pretty sure it was 30 because yeah. they obviously didn't eclipse 30 on Thursday. They're they're 0 and 10 in their last 10 or something like that. Like that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And that team literally scores at will. So I know. CD Lamb. It was getting a lot of big catches too. Oh, then, but then he like fumbled. So, but he looked pretty impressive at points in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I think the biggest storyline of that game was was Dak, and you could make an argument that he he outplayed Brady. Yeah, you know what? He looked good. Um, they both looked good, obviously. But yeah, I, I was I was so shocked because I know he was dealing with a couple injuries, right? The ankle injury and the shoulder. Yep. So. It was, I was really impressed. I mean, he threw he, 58 attempts, right? Yeah. Like that's you, like you would you would imagine that coming into the season they're gonna kind of not ease them in, but kind of try to utilize the running game a little bit more. But I think just the narrative of the game itself was kind of just set up so that both quarterbacks would kind of just sling it yeah. out, and they did. So yeah. I, I I think yeah, Dallas is. Uh, I think they're going to be a team to watch out for. For sure. Um, defense. Yeah. I don't know. What was some of your favorite game? Or well, actually, you just said what, what your favorite game was. Do you have any other favorites? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. The Steelers. It was great. Yeah. It was great. I was loving it. Um, yeah. Well, honestly, that one really stuck out for me. I'm not going to lie. We, As much as I don't want to talk about it, we could talk briefly about the uh the Patriots game because I don't know like what do you I didn't get a chance to tune into this game but um did you I did um and well like listen I thought Mac Jones played great um he um 
he had one TD. Let me see what his stats were here. Um, yeah, he had um, – he, he looked really accurate. Um, he, you know, it wasn't – there wasn't too many, like, big plays. Um, but, yeah, he was 29 for uh, for 39, had a 74.4 completion percentage, 281 yards, one TD. His long was 26. So, yeah, like, no, no like, big game breakers. But, um, you know, they were running the ball a lot. And, and that was part of the issue because – you know, Damian Harris fumbled late in the game. They were they were at like the the I don't know. I think it was like the five yard line. It might have been the ten or something. And Damian Harris fumbled. They were getting ready to you know tie up the game, um, or at least take or you know take the lead. And um, you know, I don't know. That's just not something you're used to seeing with with Patriots teams, right? Coached mm-hmm. by Bill Belichick. It's like you you make the team, you make the other team make mistakes. You don't beat yourself and taking, you know, taking penalties and and fumbling the ball like that. That's just not, I think that's something that he's going to really hammer home, you know, um, you know, in this week. So I don't know. It was, uh, it was kind of disappointing, but in other ways, really encouraging because like I said, Mac played really well and I think he has a super bright future. Um, and you know what? Next week they play the Jets, so they're going to be one on one after next week. You heard it here first. The New England Patriots will beat the New York Jets next week. Hot take. You heard it here first. Hot take. The stove is heating up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I didn't really get to tune into this game, but just looking at it, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty kind of happy, I guess, that Waddle got his first touchdown. Um, yep. You know, he looked pretty, he looked really good. Yeah, former Alabama teammates touching touching base again. Yep. Um, but I, I honestly I did expect the Patriots to win this game. I guess kind of looking back at it, I kind of wish I took a longer look at it before making the pick mm-hmm. because I mean this is Joe Mac's first snap in yep. the NFL, so. And I also think Miami has a better defense than New England. So, I mean, like I said, I kind of wish, but I mean, like you said, like for the most part, if, if Harris didn't fumble out there, like this was their game. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I thought, um, I, I'm still not hundred percent sold on, on Tua as like a, as their franchise QB. I think yeah. he's, he, he looked even in the game, he looked kind of hit and miss and, you know, there was points where he, he got out of the pocket and, and made uh, good plays, but I don't know. It's just something – something's missing, I feel like. But um, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. You you didn't get to see the game, but what do you think of Tua? Yeah, he's just kind of like – he's just there sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's anything special, but I don't think he's like – Like the, the, the Miami defense won them this game. Yeah. Right, because they held the Patriots to 16 points, and you know what? If you're going to score 16 points at home on opening day, th- that's that's not going to win you many games. So, right. got to hand it to the to the Miami defense, right? Because I think yeah. they were like, if you look at the um, I think Miami was like the the red zone efficiency was way better for Miami than New England. New England just kept kicking field goals, and it's just. That's not going to win you games, you know. Yeah, they got outscored seven to six in the second half. Yeah, so that tells you everything you need to know. 
but I think you know they're definitely like like I said, it's week one. Like stuff's gonna yeah. happen, right? By the time like Max just got a few more weeks to kind of get into it. So yeah, you know what? That's our job to, to make massive, uh, you know, uh, takes about what's gonna happen from just one <laughs> week of games, right? All the time. I love yeah. it. It's, it's the best. You know, the Steelers might win the Super Bowl. Like yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, want to know? Yep, Super Bowl yep, champion. Know. Super Bowl. Yep, here we come. Yeah, move step aside, Mahomes. Um, but yeah. Did you have anything else from Week One you wanted to touch upon? Oh, the um, just briefly, I thought the Kansas City Cleveland game is very good as well. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I, I still think Cleveland is going to be a playoff team this year. I, I think, I don't think there's any shame in losing to the Chiefs. At home on 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 the opening Sunday, like Baker looked really good. I know he threw the the game ceiling interception, but overall, he he was really impressive. So, yeah, I saw this thing where it was like the 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 Browns haven't won their Week One matchup since like oh four, I, I think it was like two thousand four, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I saw somebody comment like. Man, like they lost by four points to the Chiefs. Like, come on. No, <laughs> like, I know. Give, give some credit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole the whole point of the thing was to focus on how bad the Browns are week one. And then everybody was like, guys, like, come on, like some context. Uh, yeah, like come on, give us some some background info here. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely agree. I think Cleveland's definitely a playoff team. And uh, you know, do you think I think they can make a case for winning that division, the AFC yeah. North? Especially um, after seeing how Baltimore played. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then just briefly, um, do you think we? I know we talked about the Saints Packers game before, but do you think that it's a case of the Saints are this good, or do you think the Packers are just this bad? No, I, I think the Saints are this good. Yeah. Um, I I really don't think Green Bay is going to show up next week and score three points again. Who do they play next week? Do you know? Detroit. Oh yes, it's a Monday night game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna win that game. <laughs> so, another hot take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I just really think, like coming into Week One with all the controversy that's gone on, I think that's just kind of all you need to know. Um, yeah. But again, like, I don't think any amount of controversy warrants Aaron Rodgers not throwing a touchdown or anybody scoring a touchdown. No. But I, I think all is well in Green Bay. I really think they're going to get the wheels on the bus or wheels moving. So I think so too. But at the same time, I don't know if they're going to be able to repeat the success that they had last year. You're saying like and like championship game wise or record wise? Well, no, like you hosting, being able to host the NFC Championship game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think. I think they'll I, listen. They're going to win the division because they play in the NFC North, but I don't know. We'll see. The NFC has gotten a lot better too. It has got the Bucks. So, Saints are back, obviously, as we've seen. Mentioned. And honestly, I wouldn't count Dallas. out like Dallas or Washington yeah. either. Oh, Washington! That was another team I, I had too. Their their uh their defense is super impressive. Yeah. Even though they lost this week, I think that you know, um, and also I don't know if you saw, but the goat entered the game for Washington. Oh, he's back. Yeah, <laughs> he's back and better than ever. 
Put some respect on his name. I don't, I don't wish injury upon anybody. No, no, of course not. I'm glad he's back. He's back and better than ever. This is this is gonna be like um, when Drew TS, Bledsoe, TSN turning point. This is gonna be when like when Drew Bledsoe went down in 2001, and then Tom Brady started. You know what I'm talking about? Just wait on it. <laughs> Just wait on it. I mean, look, look at this. He came in 11 for 15, 122 passing yards. And a touchdown. What's there to complain about that? What's there to complain? QB1. Future's bright. Future's bright in Washington. QB1. However, I think now we can uh, move on to... Yes. We have some pressing business. (laughs) Some business to take care of. Our survivor pool. We've we've both survived week one. Um, I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that we... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like something, we just have bad voodoo on us. We were going to like, we were going to pick like surefire well, ways I mean, and then some massive <laughs> upset. Hey, it was close. It was, it almost it was happened. Close. Yeah. You took the bucks. I took the Rams and obviously the Rams made it a lot safer, but that was, uh, I, I was watching that game and I was thinking like, man, like a lot of people must've taken Tampa and a lot of people are sweating right now. I was like, come on, man. There's but no they, way. But they, they don't ask out. how. They just ask how many. Just win, baby. Right? Just win, baby. It's as simple as that. So now going into week two, obviously moving forward, you can no longer pick the Bucks and I can no longer pick the Rams. Um, do you know who you're looking towards for week two? I do. I, I was I just looked at the schedule and immediately I yeah. I'm pick the, the Browns are gonna beat the Texans. That's who you're rolling with? Yeah. Well, I know. Well, I said the Patriots, but like, I know the Texans did win this week, but they beat the Jaguars. So, you know, um, there's a couple of ways you could go. I think Packers is pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Probably even Chiefs. I think that's pretty safe. Um, the Bucks over Falcons. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah, that's that's a pretty safe pick. Um, I was looking at this, and I was wondering if I should maybe go a little, you know, a little risky. risk it for the biscuit option action. Um, Might pay I, off. I'm, I'm probably gonna pick like a Cleveland or like a like a Tampa or something like that because I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want you know show up for two weeks and leave. But I I'm kind of considering the Bears. And they're playing the Bengals. Yeah. Crazy. Um, is that at Soldier Field? It is. Yeah, that's um I'll, listen, I'll be honest, if I were you, I would not pick them, but <laughs> just because we were doing a survival pool, I would not pick the bears. But, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to do that, I don't know. Like I, I just got this feeling, like, like it's okay. I don't want to relate this to the Browns, but the way I see like for the Browns, for example, like Oh and one, and you're coming back home. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really don't see you dropping zero and two, especially no. like the Browns. And I know obviously the Bears. It's a little bit. It's a little bit different, but I don't know. I just got that same feeling. Like I, I really don't think that they're gonna drop two in a row. Like if there's a way to get the season rolling and kind of get the wins coming in, like I, you got to start now. Yeah. So I think I think they can definitely beat the Bengals. I just. 
because it's the Bears, I don't feel that confident. Right. Um, but I don't know. I it's mean, up to you. You are you like, trying? You're trying to think ahead. Like you don't want to yeah. use up. You don't want to use up your your Tampa pick that right. quickly, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't want to use up all these good teams, but at the same, I don't want it to like you know karma, and then I and then I lose. Yeah. Like I don't even get a chance to use these good teams. That's what the survival but pool's I think all you're about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a doggy dog world out there. Exactly. The cold world. With that being said, I'm probably going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Um, okay. The safer pick. Same yeah. case scenario. 0-1 coming back home against Detroit. I mean, Monday Night Football, primetime game. Yeah. At Lambeau. At Lambeau. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. So, um, I think that's just about going to wrap up this seventh episode of spiked um believe so yeah we uh we're, we're gonna try and start doing this uh every week um recapping you know the every every week of the nfl regular season so yeah we're, i guess uh tune in next week to hear if we're if we're we successful alive. yeah if we're yeah. still alive if we're still alive um I think we're pretty. I th- I think both of our picks are pretty safe. You'd have to. I would be shocked if we, <laughs> like, really, like the. There's no way. Yeah. Unless Tyrod Taylor has like a Tom Brady esque game, you know. Yeah, Tom Taylor, Tyrod Tom, uh, Brady, Tyrod Brady, over there. Brady Taylor, Brady yeah. Tyler over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're we're good. We're in the clear. Yeah. We're in the clear. But yeah. Um. You know, you can find our socials in the description, yeah. uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, link to the oh, site, tons of yep. good stuff coming out. Yeah. We, we we're going to still have lots of NFL articles coming out on the site. So I'll, I'll, there's going to be the link to the over the line sports website, all of our, like Robert said, all of our Instagram, Twitter links, um, everything, all that good stuff. So yeah. Subscribe to spiked, leave a review. If you're on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week.